day 65. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is John. And I'm Keith. And remember, this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to look through it and see God. We don't come to it primarily to look at it and see ourselves. All right. Um, Job 41 through 42. It's the last day of the book of Job. And this is this will be the seventh book of the Bible that we've gone through mm. this year. Yeah. Which is crazy. And all of them have been thick ones too, right? There's times where things start to zoom once we get to Judges and Ruth, like will oh, zoom past those. So we've been able to soak in to all of these at least for a week or more, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's good too that we're in a different genre. Right. Yeah. Wisdom. Right? Mix it up a little bit. Mix it up, right? Yeah. It's a different feel. You don't read genre like you do narrative right, right. And you don't read narrative like you do proverb right yeah. or you don't read wisdom like you do narrative uh, there's so, a, a yeah. there's a dope book for this so uh christy anya buile just came up with a yep. book called literarily mm. and her book is all about yo genres are important right yeah. half the battle is knowing what uh genre uh that you read so mm -hmm. yeah Knowing where you're at helps you know what you're doing, right? Absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. absolutely. So, so everybody in the Patreon, we're going to send you all yeah. out one. So Patreon, thank you once again for your support. Uh, you can expect to be receiving a copy yeah. of that book in the mail. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. For sure. Dope. All right. So today, man, again, we're in wisdom. Yeah. So it can seem a little difficult to know what's going on. So God is still talking, right? Remember, right. we had all the speeches with Job and his friends, and they got to an impasse. They weren't getting anywhere. They started low-key insulting right. one another. Right, right, right. And so the Lord had to pull up, right? So Job got what he wanted. Right. Right. He wanted to present his case before God. Yeah. God shows up. Yeah. Like, what's up? <laughs> yeah, <Right? laughs> yeah, I'm here. I'm here. What yeah, you, what's up? What yeah, you, yeah, you was talking about me? You was telling me? <laughs> I heard. So I heard that you was. <laughs> no. So he came. He comes. And he's been talking to Job and he asked him a bunch of questions last time, rhetorical mm. questions that Job couldn't answer. And now he's still, God is still talking. He's still going, Job's like, yo, I, yeah, yeah. Yo, I get it, I get it, I get it. And he's like, wait, yeah, yo, I'm not finished. Yeah. So God is going to bring up this creature named Leviathan. Yeah. Right. And if you're reading this, you're probably like, who the heck is Leviathan? <laughs> right. Right. And that's a good question. Right. And there are a variety of views who Leviathan is. You know, some say that, um, it's a mythical creature that was known in the cultural background, the ancient Near East, right? Because of the prevalence of mythology in that day. Some say it's hyperbolic language used to describe a crocodile. Right. Some say uh, it's symbolic language to describe evil powers. Whatever it is, how it functions in the narrative is the same. It's a created thing. Right. And verse 10 underscores the point God is trying to make. Right. He says, no one is ferocious enough to rouse Leviathan. Who then can stand against me? Yeah. Right. Who confronted me that I should repay him? Everything under heaven belongs to me. So God is saying, yo, ultimately, this beastly-like creature, whether actual or mythical, can't be tamed by you. Right. Right? Man or mankind has the inability to subdue Leviathan, a creature. What makes him think he right. can tame the creator? Right? See, like, God has created everything, seen and unseen. Leviathan borrows breath or his creation from the hand of God. If Job can't domesticate him, what mean what makes him think he can manage God? Mm. Right? And that's the whole thing that God is trying to say. Like, I like elude everyone's control. I am an I'm absolute sovereign over all of creation. Yeah. And you have to submit to that. Right. Yeah. Yep. And in a nutshell, it's gonna be 
this high view of God yeah, that gives yeah. this right view of man. Yeah. God saying, yo, let's just put this into perspective, right? Y'all are all here speaking on my behalf as if you understand or comprehend me fully. Mm-hmm. And God saying, no, no, listen, y'all don't. So you got to keep my name out of your mouth in that way, in right. the way where you're trying to explain the nuances, the finer things of what I do. God's mm-hmm. like, there's there's aspects of me that, like you said, elude your understanding. Yeah. And so there should be a sense of submission, right? Rather than you trying to control my narrative, what I'm trying to do here in the world. And so you see the conflict come to a head, right? That Job, this righteous, wealthy, and innocent man, you know, suffered like an amazing way and to the point that it pushed him to despair and his friends to confusion and the Lord has to come and Joe, what he does, he repents. Yeah. Joe repents, right? So he's like, ah, like, no, 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 God, (laughs) I spoke about stuff I didn't understand, right? Things too wondrous for me to know. And he's like, yo, I'm sorry. CSB, I love that channel. I'm sorry for him, right? I'm dust and ashes. (laughs) And with the text, um, and many people have pointed out, is that Job was wise yeah. before his suffering, right. but he's a lot wiser after. Right. Right. He trusted, he knew God before he suffered, but his knowledge and understanding and appreciation of God is even heightened now. Verse five, right? That's, yeah. he's like, yo, I got, I had heard reports about you. Yeah. But now my eyes have seen you. Mm. Right. And so he's saying, yo, I, I got, I had a two-dimensional picture of who you are. Like, yeah. I knew you, but now I've seen you in person. Yeah. Now I know what you look like. And yeah, there's a different experience that he has of God that's fuller, more textured. Mm-hmm. Even though he doesn't understand or get the answer as to why he went through what he went through, mm-hmm. right? He doesn't get... Um, he doesn't get, like, an extra mirror, right? right. So I cut my hair for... 18 years of my life until I shaved it off on December 31st, 2014. And what you would do is you would have one mirror where you looked at yourself and you'd have another mirror Mm. so that you could see the back of your head and it gives you a more well-rounded picture of who you are. That's good. Job doesn't get answers, right? The other perspective on the conversations that went on behind his back. Yeah. But he says, no, no, no. But I do get a clearer window into who you are, God. And that's enough for me. Mm, yeah. And I think, um, too, you know, like Job now gets a greater appreciation, not just for God, but also God's world. Right. Right. Like there's something about suffering that makes us, when, when, when suffering, when, when suffered, uh, when, you, when going through suffering faithfully, right? Yeah. Like you come out on the other side. Right. More nuanced yeah. about the world and God, of course. Right. And I think the big thing here yeah. was that um, for Job and his friends, like we talked about last time, their view of God was just too small. Right. Right. And their understanding of the world wasn't as nuanced right. as it should have been. Yeah. And we see the beautiful thing, man, like, that God um, had to show up, right? Like right. He had to show up. He had to reveal himself. And that gave them the ultimate perspective uh, they needed. And the beauty is, like, God restored them. Right. At the end of the day, God restored Job. Yeah. And this is not <laughs> saying that after every season of suffering in life that, oh, we're going to get more money on the other side. Right. We're going to get more stuff, right? Or God like, will give back every single thing we lost. 
But it is saying that there is a day yeah. when God will show up again, when Jesus will come back yeah. and he will restore us. The Bible will say that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing yeah. with the glory that is going to be revealed yeah. when he comes again. Yeah. Interesting perspective on how this book ends is yeah. that, right, as we talk about this concept of, you know, resurrection, just kind of slowly mm-hmm you know, progressively revealing itself in, in the text. Mm-hmm. We do see Job experiencing this resurrection of sorts, right? Mm-hmm. That if his whole life was put in a proverbial grave, mm-hmm. God raises up and Job gets to experience this new embodied life here on earth. Yeah. All right, something that takes place here is Job throughout the text, right? He's an innocent man that has suffered unjustly. Mm-hmm. And then the book is self-righteous people on the outside come in and they spend the rest of the book persecuting Job, convinced of the fact he must have done something wrong. He must be cursed. Why else would an innocent man suffer? Mm -hmm. The fact that he's being cursed and punished is proof positive Mm -hmm. of the fact that God is not pleased with him. Mm -hmm. At the end of the book, Mm -hmm. Job Praise to God yeah. for the forgiveness of the people that mm. persecuted him. And Job is raised to a new life, right? Yeah. You fast forward in the Bible and you see the Lord Jesus is yeah. an innocent man. He comes here on the earth, lives righteously. The mm. self-righteous around Jesus persecute him. Right. They put him up on the cross and they say, look, suffering, proof positive that he's cursed that God's not pleased with him. Yeah. On the cross, Jesus says, forgive Father, forgive them for they don't know what they do. Mm. He goes into the grave and he resurrects to this new life. The book at the end here says, and Job died. Mm. Uh, Jesus lives forever. And one day he's gonna raise up Job and the rest of us. Yeah. Amen. 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 Father, we, uh, <clears throat> we <clears throat> thank you uh, for how big you are, God. Yes, God. I pray, Lord, that our view of you wouldn't be small and that we would look forward. Our suffering will make us look forward to the hope of resurrection and all will be restored and all will be.